coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Anne. I'm Karen. I'm Katie. And this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Just regular podcast today. I'm like, oh no, I didn't read a book. I'm not ready for that. Like, what day of the month is it? We just had a long, like, businessy meeting, so I think our brains are a little tired, but that's okay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. We're here. Um, how's everybody doing? Not that I haven't just been talking to you for two hours, we, but I haven't really checked in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing great. Good. Um, me how, too. How are you, Karen? I am breathing, and that's always a good thing. I am happy that you are breathing. <laughs> I'm still coughing, and it's mm-hmm. I, when I look back that uh, just that our whole family really pretty much came down with COVID on the ninth, and it's like wow, that was almost twenty days ago, <laughs> and I'm still dealing with the after effect. Hey, I didn't have to go to the hospital. That's, That's always nice. a good day. The day out, you don't have to go to the hospital is good. I've been like sniffly from allergies, so I think altogether we'll try not to. <clears throat> You know, cough into the microphone too, too much. Really... I'll try and edit out the ones I can find, but sometimes <laughs> they're hard to find. So bear with us. Um, well, welcome to October. Yay! Yay! Love October Best week of the year. Um, August. <laughs> yeah, um, it's certainly better than September. So heck yeah. I'm looking forward to October. Oh yeah, September and February. I, do I don't mind like February, either, but... but I don't like September. No. My husband was so disappointed because he thought for sure that all the Halloween decorations would have come out last weekend. Because people in our neighborhood, they're they're more into it than the Christmas decorations. Like in the stores, I was like, they all no, out for months. No, I'm talking about decorating <laughs> the houses, decorating the neighborhood. Got it. But he's like, only a couple of houses have done. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's not October yet. James is working on Halloween, but nothing is out yet for sure. But he's got grand plans, so <clears throat> he always has grand plans. Um, well, we should jump into what we're working on. Um, and you go first this time. I don't want to. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Because go, go, I, no, because I want to go last in the next segment. <laughs> well, you could go last in the next segment. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, so I am making, did I talk about Dante's sweater yet? I don't, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I don't think, I don't think I did because I don't think I had the yarn yet. Okay. Um, so when Dante was little, I made him an Elizabeth Zimmerman Tom 10 sweater, which is a recipe in many places. I think you can buy the individual pattern now too, but it's specifically in Knitter's (coughs) Workshop. I'm pretty sure it's in Knitter's Workshop. Um, so a Tom 10 is a little mischievous, um, gnome. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. That's what it, that's what it means. And I can't remember, those who know will have to forgive me. I can't remember if it's an Icelandic gnome. I think it may be, um, but it's in that like icy, cold Viking kind of places. Okay. And they take them kind of seriously. Like people leave offerings to the the forest. um, Is this like like a vertinet, like a forest related to Krampus? I I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know enough about it, but I have talked to people who like have that as their family heritage and they're serious about them. Hmm. So that's what a Tom 10 is. In ah. this context, it is a very cool construction sweater where you have like your key number, which is your, your gauge and the measurement of the person you're making it for. And it's best if that number is divisible by eight, which if you ever make one, you'll understand. And, um, <clears throat> 
it's it's just as wonderful recipe as many of her patterns are. So I made this Tom 10 for Dante. It was gray and like a no-name acrylic. I don't know what it was, but I had an orange and black encore where like the color was twisted mm, together. Mm -hmm. And I spread that over this gray and orange sweater for Dante and I made a littler one for Mirabella. So Dante was probably about four and he wore that sweater till he was like seven. Um, I put a hood on it. <clears throat> And Elizabeth Zimmerman has a great recipe for adding a hood to any sweater also. Um, so he wore that to everything for all these years. And it came up as two memories for Kevin in July when he was with his family on a vacation because Dante had worn it to many Cazzoli family vacations in the past. Uh -huh. And they're looking at it. And um, I get this text that says, Dante wants a new sweater the, the same as this one. Well, Dante's now like six feet tall and 200 pounds <laughs> in man size. <laughs> um, I think his chest measurement was 48. Well, so to fit a 40 or 47. <coughs> so I'm making a 52 inch chest sweater for this. Um, so you make the base and then you build the front and the back and then you build the sleeves and it's all very clever and cool um, construction. If you're interested, let me know because I've taught a class before and it's a really, really fun sweater. Um, I make them for all size people. I made one for me. I've made them the two I mentioned. I've made them as baby gifts. Um, you had one in Noro before, didn't you? Or no. Well, the log tab log <coughs> cabin sweater so that I used to teach, which is uh, the cozy cozy cabin <coughs> sweater on Ravelry, um, that is a Tom Ten construction. Mm. Um, you make log cabins as the base of the body and then you follow the rest is pretty strictly Tom 10. Uh, so Dante, he's making these plans with me for a sweater remotely from Oregon while he's gone with Kevin and his little sister. And, um, I looked up his school. I'm like, you, what do you, colors do you want? Cause his favorite color is green. He doesn't care for orange or gray really. So I said, what colors do you want? He says, same colors. I'm like, Okay. I wonder what your school colors are because you started a new school. Mm. Well, they're gray and red. So I said, how about gray and red since uh -huh. you'll be there in the Similar. next four years? And he's like, oh, yeah, that makes some sense. So that little lovely child uh -huh. has been harassing me <laughs> like every day for the last month because you've needed a sweater around here. Right. It's only like 89 <laughs> degrees outside right? today. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're knitting a sweater. I'm knitting a sweater for Dante. But the reason I'm not mad is that it demonstrates he still wants it. That, yeah, that <laughs> is, makes a difference. Even though he's like, well, you know, make me a sandwich, knit me a sweater, you know. Um, so that is one of my main projects. Um, I am religiously, except for the last weekend, working on my Christmas stocking nice. project. I have completed now the second one. Dante's is completely done, which I guess that's a point for next next session, next uh, segment. Um, and I've moved on to Alexander. So I'm well into the third out of the goal of five. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good if I can stay focused. That's awesome. Uh, I'm making a set of the felted clogs for the whole family. Are these like surprise gifts? Can we share pictures of these or none do of they just the have people, to imagine? Well, none of the people who they are for will know. Okay, got it. Well, not, what about the Christmas fine. stockings? Uh, we already shared a picture. So Did we? <laughs> okay. I think we did last time. All right, cool. Yeah. 
So I look at last taking month. a picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got I'll, it. I'll, I'll do a, an Alexander update. Okay. Um, I don't think the boys follow me on Instagram. Um, Dante might, but whatever. He doesn't pay very careful attention. <laughs> It'll uh, be hidden in a behind, like a carousel right, of photos, right, so right, he'd right. have to look, go looking for it. Right. Um, Which, if you didn't know, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the actual podcast. If you listen to our podcast and want to see pictures of the things that we're working on, every month when this comes out, I post a carousel of photos on Instagram of collages of all the projects that we talked about, or try to get all the projects yeah. we talked about. Do okay. our best. There yep. will be no picture of the felted clogs. Those are at home. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Uh, and I think I showed you unfinished felted clogs last time anyway. Um, that is what I'm working on. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Karen. A man size sweater is a pretty good goal. Yeah, that is a, that's a decent project. Yep. What are you working on, Karen? Um, did I talk about a cider recipe last time? No. no. Oh, okay. So um, I've been working on um, design submissions for a magazine for their fire issue coming up um it's i guess it's for december 2024 mm. or winter 2024 whenever oh that goodness. is it could be january <laughs> i mean it i don't think it's as long as it as it sounds it's not that far away but anyway so i've been working on um a submission i've got a big swatch for a a pullover v um crocheted vest with, it has some color work in it using a plump post stitch. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. Tell me more. It's like if a post stitch and a bobble got together and had oh, a baby. <coughs> I like it. And I can kind of show you my swatch. Although, and I got some some advice from Katie. Oh, that's and really of Which pretty. I really, really like. And I'm probably going to take her advice. So the idea is supposed to, it, it has these um, brown and, and garnet and like this pink, red... Is and this something brown... we can share a picture of? I think I can show you my swatch. Okay. Because um, it's... It, um, <laughs> and it does... I've got the plump, this plump post stitch color work in a way that it has a very subtle um, chevron to it. So you get this all this texture in it. And um, my, my swatch is almost adult size. <laughs> it's I like child it. size. Yeah. It's crocheted, right? It's crocheted. Okay. Yeah, it's crocheted. It's got the sideways it's ribbing. Regular crochet. <laughs> regular crochet, not Tunisian. Though I am, I do have something for that too. Um, but so, Anne, I, 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 I'm going to ask your opinion and see if you feel the same as Katie because I'm probably going to go with Katie's. But uh, but if you if but if you feel different, I'm going to consider it. Okay. <laughs> well, I can tell my opinion will be valued because <laughs> I think you're probably going to feel the same. How do you feel? I've got. I start with brown and I end up with this charcoal black. Mm-hmm. Is it be, do you, is it good to have the two? And then on the side, it has this uh, side gusset that's also in the black. But what do you think about do you, of the two different dark colors or stick with one? Um, I was digesting that actually while I looked at it. Um, it's just supposed to evoke the colors of a campfire in I, the night sky. <laughs> I'm okay with it the way it is. I wasn't sure how I felt about the black going down the side. Right. But see, if I pull this aside like this. It made sense be having black and brown in it mm -hmm. because I could see that the black is your main color. And that like all the accents seem to me at first glance that it will be the, um, hmm. the accent. That's okay. what my like gut is like. I'm cool with this if the black is the 
overall main color. Yeah, I wonder now that I'm thinking about it, if you did the black for the ribbing and mm. then saved the brown to be part of that gradient, it would look yes. more intentional. Yes. I okay. Agree. I like that. You don't have to omit the black. I was saying, like, make the everything that's black brown, but now that I'm digesting what you're saying, if that you change the more, ribbing okay. to black. That way it makes yes. way more sense because I have black at the trim at the right. neck and on the side. But I don't have it at the ribbing. And just save that yes. brown to and be part of the And if it was accent. at the ribbing, it would make more sense. Yes. We absolutely. It out. Totally agree. See, I like it. Ha! Ah, you're going to go with both our opinions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want design and credit sucking on this. Because I'm sucking down a honey, honey thing <laughs> to keep me from coughing so badly. Or clearing my throat. Anyway. So. So this is. This, it's like, yeah. I, I, I had to see how far the color band would go. Which makes my, that's why my swatches are always so big. Do you think all sizes will have the same, this will be the same on all sizes? Yes. I believe that the color band for, they make sense. Because I, I had this as different different lengths of each color. Mm -hmm. And it was too much, too big. Is it a vest? Is it a cardigan? Is it a pullover? It's a pullover vest. Unisex. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. That should be lovely. So that's a crochet thing. Cool. And then I'm working, I don't have uh, enough of a swatch to show you, but I'm working on a sideways crocheted, Tunisian crocheted cowl that closes with a, in the back with a seam of buttons. It's using the same, the same black. Um, what yarn? Yeah. What yarn are you using? Right now I'm just using the same yarn because it's what I've got. But what and, is it? Oh, this is knit, <laughs> this is Knit Picks Wool of the Andes Tweed. Cute. I love tweed. Um, yeah, and the tweed, I've, to me, tweed really lends itself well to that cozy, mm -hmm. comfy, outdoorsy. outdoorsy feel. Yeah. Rustic. So the, the Tunisian cowl is worked sideways with short rows and intarsia. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just to throw that in there. <laughs> and it's mostly black with, with lines of color coming back and forth from the top. To evoke the idea of magma going over the side, but to give it the width, also when Tunisian is crochet is done sideways, it's got a really nice stretch, which is is really handy when you do it sideways versus up and down, and um, and the short rows, it's most it's like a variety of stitches, but the short rows create these little diamond shapes of texture. That sounds fun. Um, and then the I'm going to use lava beads for buttons. So what are lava? Oh, like made of lava. Yeah, yeah, little yeah. beads made of lava, but whether they are colored or whether they just stay black, I don't know. That's if cool. That because then and I think I will just call it the magma cowl. Cool. But the thing that I re that really made me feel better when I was sick, at least coming out of illness, was before I got sick, I made up a recipe for a spicy spiced cider. And by spicy, I mean it has little dried chilies in it, <laughs> and it has fresh ginger and um, and it, I use fresh apples, not a pre-made juice. You make it, you can do it in a slow cooker or in the instant pot. And um, I made it, and then of course I got sick, and it, it sat in the refrigerator for about a week, and only got better with flavor. And it's very concentrated, so I had it both hot with um, over hot with hot water. But I also threw it with some sparkling water on ice, and it was very tasty and refreshing. That's one of my kind of favorite things to do lately is get, like, a Trader Joe's juice mm -hmm. and then mix it with a sparkling 
um, bubbly water or whatever. Let's see, make your own soda. Yeah, it's sort of a non-alcoholic cocktail situation. Well, the theme is supposed to be for things that are warming. Mm -hmm. And to me, in the winter, having a hot cider just feels so warm. Oh, and it's cooked with a bottle of wine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think in the Instant Pot, I don't know how much alcohol actually retains itself. But that... I think there's like a chart. For yeah, like probably. temperature versus time versus well, alcohol. I needed four cups of liquid, and so a bottle of a bottle of wine and as much water in the to make the difference, <laughs> which was like half a cup. That sounds delicious. But, yes. Very fun. So, and you can it's very concentrated. So you, if you want it less concentrated, you would just filter out more of the pulp. There's a way. Um, there's a way that you filter. I filtered it twice, and I still had a lot of pulp. And um, but then all the all the and you don't have to peel the the apples because there's a lot of flavor in the skin. So, how's that sweater? Remind me what that one's called. Oh, okay. So then the sweater in my hands is. Let me look at my my pattern. I think I don't know if we had a picture of this before or not. You talked I about know. it. But I don't know if there's a. Picture. I gotta put my reading glasses because I can't actually read the instructions. <laughs> okay, it refers to it's lapis. 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 But it refers to the la- the layered um, kind of s- confection, sweet confection um, that um, that is made in Singapore and Malaysia. Huh. Cool. And I not the stuff. And I was gonna <laughs> make this, but then I got sick. Yeah. <laughs> but it uses cakes of little hardened cakes of brown sugar. Oh, you're gonna make the food. I was gonna oh, make the like, food. Yeah, yeah. Make the, the sweater is on the back. Yes. It looks like a bar of soap. It's oh. food. It's like pretty late. It's like candy. Yeah, it, it's, it is. It's like you, you, you'll, you, I believe you cook it in a pan where you make this sweet, the sweet syrup uh-huh. and you put a layer down, you, you'll mix it with different food colors and you'll put one layer down and you'll cook it down until it gets start to thick and then you'll add another layer and you just, it's called, it's like the. I think it means like a thousand layers, but there's not actually a thousand layers. It's a wobbly steamed sticky rice cake with a distinctive coconut milk flavor. Uh, It consists of two alternating colored layers, but variations layered with colors of the rainbow are common too. So this sweater is inspired by the... Yes. The candy? Yes. (laughs) And it's one... it's It's a cropped sweater that is still like... It's... Um, has this chevron color, the chevron um, kind of a patterning, mm-hmm. and I just used this stroll sock from Knit Picks for most of it, and now I'm mixing it with stroll tonal for the for pretty the, color. In a, oh, in I a, see now. In a color that you know I just can't stain. Right, it's hardly, <laughs> hardly. How will you bear to put that on? Oh. <laughs> It's lovely. It's all the different little ice wintered cakes. Uh, this might actually be, I don't know if this is Stroll Tonal. This might be Hawthorne Tonal. But cool. Anyway, it's got all these like pale aquas and ice blues. And so with with blue, yellow, pink, and like royal blue. And some like orangey stripes. red. Yeah, it's kind of an orangey red with a yellow and then the pink pops up. So where the two, <coughs> sorry. I'm in the section where I've finished with the um, the multicolor, and I'm just now getting into the boring part. The 
<laughs> it is. Well, it's going to be boring in a moment. I'm almost done with the show. You do so many rounds of that chevron pattern continued mm-hmm. in just your semi-solid. And then after that, I was, um, I was talking to sleeveless. people at drop-in today about how you get to that point in a pattern, like the one I'm knitting, where you're like, oh, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm so close to being done with the color work or the, the chevron chart or whatever it is. And then you're like, whew, no, cool. Now I can relax. And I get into the body of it. I'm like, why was I so excited to be past the exciting part? Because now I'm in the boring part. Like, why was I so looking forward to that? I'm actually kind of looking forward (laughs) to the boring part for now. Only, you know, I thought being sick and not being able to do much, but have to isolate in my room, I would have so much energy to get stuff done. Yeah, right. And that first week, all I did was basically stare out the window. Yep. And sleep. You know, I didn't have, and then, um... And then it's like when I finally started getting my brain cells back, I would just, that's when I started going into design mode and I got some stuff done, which we'll go into the next section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I've been, I've been, I have not been casting anything new on until, because I've been, I just been enjoying finishing stuff up or that's at least awesome. continuing. I did get through two more charts of our ever, ever going, you know, ex- Oh, our knit along, our knit along, oh, our year long lifetime knit along. Yeah. <laughs> the lifetime. <laughs> yes, that's what it's called. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm impressed. <clears throat> I I essentially finished a sweater in my because I worked from home, but I wasn't like active the whole eight hours like I would be if I was in the office. Uh-huh. And um, I got a sweater done in a, at a rate that I have not previously because I used to be able to do a worsted weight sweater in two weeks. Yeah. And that's about, but I can't, I haven't been able to do that in a poof, yeah. long I mean, time. <laughs> everything I'm doing is fingering. So, you know, there is that. Yeah, exactly. That makes but, a difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I haven't felt myself until like maybe start of August. Mm-hmm. And that's about seven, eight months on. So mm-hmm. give yourself lots of breaks. Yeah. Like if you're not really feeling your usual energy or no, gusto. I'm kind of in the. They did, they, they've done, since they've, this has been going on for long enough, they've noticed a trend that if you had the really super intense headache, you end up after you, after a few weeks, a couple weeks after the COVID is, you've gotten cleared, you go through a brain fog. Well, because you actually, there's inflammation in the brain. That's what the headache was. But I always have inflammation. <laughs> I always have migraines, you would think. But no, this was a diff- it was no, different. No, it's actual inflammation. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like, kind of like having a concussion, basically? Um, I think it's more like. A fever concussion? Like Is that an, a thing? encephalitis kind of situation. Oh, that sounds or, so much better. Thank you. Um, not, I'm kidding. Yeah, I think there's a temp- uh, more of a temporariness than a concussion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but it's still, it's <clears throat> tough. Like, really, I really, I had big plans for this year. And I didn't get that sick, but I definitely haven't felt myself for months and months and months. It's just the fatigue. The yeah. kind, you're like, wow, I thought I was doing better, and why am I tired? The, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I, all I did was get out of bed and go across the room to the bathroom. And now I just want to go back to bed. <laughs> right. This year has had a lot more like, I get home at the end of the day, and I just, no matter what I thought I was going to do when I get home... I just sit. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is not characteristic. <laughs> uh, a lot more just sitting. That's, that's the mostly, that's mostly what I've done. So. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. Um, well, I am working on my Easy V sweater now that it is 
I am caught up with the class now. I'm trying to like stay ahead of my students. <laughs> um, it is really pretty. Yes, thank you. I, I just finished my yoke chart. I have 420 stitches on my needle. I love those colors. Those are the multicolors with the. Thank you. I'm happy with it. The is gorgeous. Yeah, um, it's Malabrigo, PA dress I think. Um, less traveled yarn in a colorway I don't know the name of, <laughs> and Tosh Merino light. Mm-hmm. In a name I don't remember because it's very old. Um, teal torch? No. It's a little it dark might be oh, like mineral? Teal feather? No. no. Teal feather's a Malabrigo name. Oh. I don't know what it's oh. called. Uh, yeah. Custo? <clears throat> oh, that could oh. be. I think it might dark be Custo. Like yeah, yeah, because it has the diff- it it has the green and I'm the blue. I'm saying that's what it is. It looks like the ocean. Sure. Yeah. That's what we're doing. And then my main color is like I think it's called spice. So it's a. What is the spice yarn? The two dollar yarn, infamous, uh, whatever it's called. What an awesome Merino deal, though. Comfort zone, something. No. Nope. Uh, cool. Cozy wool merino <laughs> from Loops and Threads, which I don't think exists anymore, nope. unfortunately. But if it ever comes back, I'm gonna buy more. Yeah. Um, that yarn was even at full price, a good deal. Yes, ninety nine ninety nine for like four hundred yards or something. Mm-hmm. Very That's cool. amazing. Okay, wait, wool blend. Yep. And it um, feels good and it's up pretty. Right. So that is what I have in my hands. I have two rows of two rounds of knit before I do short rows and then I get to separate for my sleeves. So woohoo. That Isn't will that make feel me like an accomplishment. Yeah, like I, I feel like that, that should count as a finished project. <laughs> That's when you separate for your sleeves because it's like I'm going from four hundred and twenty to two hundred and eighty stitches, I think, which is like a big difference. I will approve um sharing finished yokes okay as <laughs> i like that because that's the biggest beast of the sweater it yep. is where most of the fun usually is but right it's the biggest the beast. good thing about this i will say this is a fantastic pattern for many reasons um i was saying today to a couple students that were in the class it's called easy v which i was like oh because it's an easy comfy like casual loose sweater but this is like the perfect beginner fair isle pattern because mm. there's no float that's longer than five stitches. Smart. You don't have to do any catching. There's only two colors per row and all of the increasing in the yoke happens on plain knit rounds. So you don't have to increase in your color work. Um, it's just very well thought out. I approve. <laughs> and then when you get to the sleeves, a big chunk of this of each sleeve is also color work. So it's going to make the sleeves fun to do. Mm-hmm. So I think I have a, I'm knocking on fake wood, a good <laughs> chance to like actually finish a gosh darn sweater. <laughs> I say that now, but I am going away this weekend and I will have time to sit and um, I'm bringing this with me. I'm hoping to separate from my sleeves before I go so that I can just knit round and round in circles. Um, so easy V is what I currently have um, in my hands. This is what I say when someone when someone comes in the studio and they said, "Oh, I got this part of the pattern done." Hold on. Celebration! <laughs> 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 Yay! There. Yay! Um, Doesn't just you. make you feel better. Yeah, because that's <laughs> the emotion the that we feel. That uh, was fireworks and applause. Yeah, roaring <laughs> applause as it well should be. Um. I am also working on a new quilt project. Ooh. I am making a Halloween quilt Ooh. for myself. What pattern? It's it the is season. a pattern called Calico Cats. 
and it is using, um, I have a picture of my layout. There's going to be sashing between each of these blocks, so they will be separated from each other, but they're little spooky like cats. Oh, I love it. In different oh, sizes. really cute. So there's some tall cats, there's some short cats, there are cats that face to the left, there are cats that face to the right, and there are rows of flying geese that go with some of the kitty cats. I love it. It has been very fun to work on. The fabric is the Ruby Star Halloween collection um, for this year. And so the the like star of the show, I'll zoom in, is these um, pumpkins with the <gasps> purple background. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a great fabric. Isn't it great? <laughs> um, and then the, a black speckly background that kind of looks like a night sky stars with a little bit of metallic. Um and I like then the lace doilies that look like spider webs. I know, aren't those That's great? Cool. Um yeah, there's little spooky like ghost rabbits, I think what they're called. Um yeah, the doilies slash spider webs. That is really little cool. ghosties. Uh my favorite one is the hot pink skulls. Oh yeah. Yeah, aren't those great? Oh that with the tulip pink there's on the also white background with the pink polka dots. Neon green skulls. Oh, that's cute. So cute. Um so I have most of the top finished, I have like two more rows to sew together. I, this is the, my least favorite part of making a quilt is sewing all the blocks and the rows together. It's so mm. boring. Um, but I also, I bought the backing for it, which is going to be a, it's, we have this sateen fabric at Super Buzzy, like a wide back sateen and it's called Cosmos and it's black with like little stars and sparkles and Ooh. like celestial and it's gold, I think, like metallic gold. And since we got it in, I was like, I need to own that fabric. Yep. But it quickly went away. There was like a yard and three quarters left, which was exactly what I needed. So I snatched it up and I was like, <laughs> it's going to be the perfect for the back of this quilt. So I have grand plans that this is going to be an amazing quilt, but I have to finish yes. putting it together. Yes, it will be. I am very happy with it. So I am working on that, my Halloween quilt. Um, I am... In I'm also working on I was hoping to have it finished today, but uh, I took time to work on my easy V instead um, a mini quilt With some of the leftovers So this is the spiders quilt <laughs> I, oh, love, that's it. Awesome. It I is, love your quilting. Thank you. So I wow. wanted to practice this spider web quilting to do on the Halloween quilt but after having done it on this little piece, I was like this is going to take me <laughs> days to do on my maybe you big could just quilt. do it like in a corner. And make I think it I like might do it in some corner. like sashing pieces and ah. then do some something else in the in between. It looks really cool. So that's yeah. is that freeform because you're those lines are really straight. Did you use a ruler? Yeah, it's free motion quilting with a ruler. Mm. Um, so this is a pattern from Pen and Paper Patterns is the designer. It's called Spiders, which is like a really you know. Uh, creative name for a pattern <laughs> oh spiders it's weird there's a spider on it <laughs> yeah so the the pattern is for a full-size quilt this is like the bonus jumbo block oh, so the okay. spiders are smaller on the actual quilt i gotta oh. check that out mirabella loves all the creepy crawly things yeah she'd probably love to visit james's menagerie but the quilting really makes it so it's one big spider hanging from a web the black is the same fabric that i'm using for the backing sashing and stuff for my halloween quilt i, I had left speckle. over um, the orange gray speckle. It's yeah, really and the cool. metallic speckles, and yeah. then the back is from a more speckles from a different quilt I had. Um, so this was all stash, 
and I did it so I could practice the quilting. So it's a spider web, like cobweb design in the quilting and I should pull it up. Um, I saw this um, tutorial on how to do this quilting technique on Instagram and I will take one second to find the people who taught While me how to do, do this. Is, um, do you think speckles are like glitter for quilting? Oh yeah, I love a speckle. It's like speckled, uh, um, like yarn, you know, it's not variegated, but it's fun, like splashes. Right. Yeah. So Silly Moon Quilting Company on Instagram is who I saw this initial reel on how to do this quilting pattern. Um, and I followed their sort of, uh, tutorial. Um, and it was fun. It took forever. Um, so I don't know if I'll do it on my cat quilt, but we'll find out. And I wanted to have it finished today. It is 90% done, but for some stupid reason, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, I'll hand sew the binding on. <laughs> That's it's not small. characteristic of you. I know. <laughs> but your binding's going to look amazing. And it's going to be a wall hanging and people are going to look at it. So yep. I'm like, yeah. I'll do it for this little piece. Yep. But I have one corner of my binding stitched on. The whole, I mean, it's stitched on the front. I just have to hand sew it to it the back. It looks gorgeous. Thank it's you. worth mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, I know. It's just a pain and I hate hand sewing. I don't mind spider, it. I, I'm right just place. so impressed with the spider web quilting. Yeah, I'll post a picture the, the of quilt it. stitches. It's just gorgeous. Thank you. I used a white thread. Um, there's oh. this um, quilting thread called Glide, which a lot of like um, uh, long armors use. And it's if you look close, mm -hmm. it's like almost a little bit shiny. Yeah, I kind of noticed I have that. Used, I've used it Glide on stuff. It looks very cobwebby. Got a satiny finish. Yeah. Um, so I will have that finished, but it's not finished yet. It's very close. And then I'm working on a sample for a class. This is the Midnight Beach. Ooh, top. I saw that on the calendar and I'm like, what is that? So this is the front yoke. Oh, it's almost caftan like. Kind of. Yeah. It's a very hippie kind of sweater. Um, I'll pull up the picture of the pattern so that you can see what it looks like and not, I mean, my sweater is not very big at this point. Um, but it's crocheted. Yoke. Yeah. This is the it's crocheted. There's the picture from the pattern. So it's oh, got that's adorable. cute little tassels. Oh, that's really cute. Contrasting stripes at the bottom. If you are listening to this, the class schedule's already out. This is the class that I want to teach. Um everyone should take this. This is a beautiful pattern. It's fun. It's a crocheted sweater, so it'll go fast <clears throat> in the front, like sort of yoke. Um got done pretty quickly. I'm using Paint Box Yarns Simply DK, hmm. uh, which I've used in the past, and I, I like this yarn, um, and it comes in five trillion colors. It's pretty, pretty like, colors. affordable yarn. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels pretty good. It does. Um, I'm using a sort of oatmeal color for the body, which it, I was like, why did I choose that boring color? <laughs> I should have picked, like, the teal for the main body yeah. and made this the background, but I, I think it was one of the nights I had come home from um, this trip that we went on. And I was awake at like 3 a.m. scrolling on my phone. And I think I bought it very early in the morning. Because when it came, I was like, those are the colors I picked. <laughs> I thought I had picked like... It's drunk yarn shopping. Kind of. Sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. deprived. Yeah. Sleep deprived Katie's as good as drunk Katie. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So it's like an oatmeal color for the body. And good then it's note. like a shell pink, uh, turquoise kind of color, light blue, and a brown. I like that brown, that to toby brown. It, yeah. Need to, it's a nice to warm see brown. more of that. Yeah. There will be more. It's in the cuffs, right? <laughs> yeah, it's on the bottom. It's on the cuffs. Um, so that is the other thing that I am working on 
at the moment. I think that's everything on my list. Let me that's check. pretty darn cute. Yes, those are all the things on my list. Well, I'm going to go last and <laughs> what have you finished? So, Karen, what have you finished? <laughs> okay, so I actually, yeah, I actually finished stuff today. <laughs> That's this so time. Yay. Okay. Nothing. Okay. If I finish, you don't count blocking. We ne- no. Whatever. We don't count. You know what? You tell us when it's finished. It's finished. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I've talked about working on this shawl before, called Charlie's, um, and it's one of those things that they were supposed to send me the yarn. I was going to test, you know, do basically a test knit, but then things got delayed. This was supposed to be like in April. We mm-hmm. needed. 30-day turnaround I still haven't received yarn or and the person organizing it has gone AWOL like right now you still haven't received yarn yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I thought you know I just don't want to wait and the pattern was already out so I guess they just wanted samples done in the yarn company's yarn yeah that's likely yeah but a lot of people I don't know how many people are gonna do it anyway so I did finish it I this is Warm melted butter. Mm-hmm. Um, it always makes me think of popcorn, especially in the It totally looks like... Yeah. The only thing is, I didn't realize it had this much purple, and the purple only showed up on one part. Like, oh, yeah. this first part, I don't see any of the purple. Yeah, I just noticed it kind of near only, the end. Only huh? at the very, very end. Like, yeah, if you... <laughs> look, it would have shown up somewhere up here, right? In this upper ribbon. There's a whole lot of yarn here in the ribbing section. It's like two and a half inches of ribbing <laughs> at the bottom. And it only shows up in the last couple of rows near the bind off and in the rest of the ball of yarn. Yeah, that's just weird. So it's, I don't know what happened there, but it's a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clearly not blocked, but it's it's a shallow crescent, um, meaning it's not terribly deep. And I like how the finish is just this really big ribbing. Yeah, it's really pretty. I love that. I mean, it's definitely a lot more shallow. I. Th- when I look at, <coughs> pardon me. When I look at this picture, I definitely can see that it's gonna block. It's a yeah. lace, yeah. But it's a it right now. It's all squished together. But when it blocks, it's gonna block a lot mm-hmm. deeper. And I will be subscribing to Anne's method <laughs> of blocking lace. Stretch the shit out of it. Exactly. <laughs> except that is the technical term. Except at the ripping portion. So I will put. I'll I'll stre- do a gentle. Sh- Gentle stretch in the ribbing because I don't want to distort the I don't want to distort oh. the ribbing. Distort it. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you can put the real hard pull on the hard the, the hard pull lace on portion, mm-hmm. and the ribbing will just kind of do. But its if you thing. look at, there's actually these different sections. See, like there's the main rib lace up here, and then there's this one section with like double yarn overs mm-hmm. here that are stacked up. They kind of make well, like yeah, big open figure eights. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So so that Very was Charlie's. Cool. Love um, it. Yeah, every time you show me that yarn, especially the lace texture of that, mm-hmm. it just drills home the popcorn because the they, it yeah, does until you get to the until you get to the purpley part. I'm like, that's not very buttery. What do you guys call unpopped uh, popcorn kernels? Kernels. Kernels. Un unpopped <laughs> popcorn kernels. Yeah, they're only they're kernels when they're unpopped. But what do you call them? Kernels. kernels. You don't call them old maid. What? No. <laughs> Do you call them? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> Kernel. Uh, you mean, I under- it. No, I, no. Like unpopped. Unpopped, Karen. <laughs> old maid. Oh. An old maid usually remains unpopped. Not necessarily in this day and age. Yeah. 
No, I, I don't. You know, I'm never glad faces don't translate. That. I <laughs> wish your face could be like shown to the world right now. Yeah, okay, it was whatever. perfect. I feel like My I'm this naive a... child who no. doesn't know anything. And these younger younger people you... have to train me and teach me, you... and then I get embarrassed. No, Katie didn't call it that way. <laughs> and Kevin, um... I didn't call it that. I got the joke. Right. But... Yeah. Kevin was appalled when I was telling the kids, like, why yeah, are you pouring funny. all those old maids into the bat- into the popcorn bowl? I think you're alone in calling them that. <laughs> well, my mom and dad do. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Or one does and one did. <laughs> like, you're like, no, the unpopped ones. And we're like, yeah, curdles. <laughs> Please share if, if you're listening and you call it something different or the same. Yeah, right in. It's not really a name. It's just a joke. <laughs> no, that's what we called it in my house. Yeah, we eat a lot of popcorn in my house, and I nobody Never. no. Don't no. get too many. You we got... also, as a kid, it was a favorite Saturday night Saturday afternoon snack to ruin dinner. Like, nice. My mom would have been cleaning all day, and my dad will get the air would get the air Classic popper dads. out, yeah, and make us um, air popped popcorn, and we'd all watch whatever dumb thing was on KTLA, and um, my mom would come down and she'd be like. She'd be like, you guys are monsters. I just vacuumed. <laughs> Karen, that's amazing. I finally I'm have so a Halloween sweater. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. Oh, like, you don't already have a I know, but I Halloween really want to finish that sweater. I really want to make a, a this pattern, too. <laughs> well, where? You've cast on for it. <laughs> I have since taken the yarn to do many other things. With, so. <laughs> and then lured us all into uh, it. Yeah. So what sweater is And I'm so proud of myself that it's I finished gorgeous. something. It's I know it's a Miss horrible day Ziggy. to put this on, but please put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to make one, but it's, it's so perfection. It, someday I will. Um, someday yeah. when I don't have anything else to do. It's <laughs> you know when I don't have other I'll responsibilities. I'll tell you what, what you should do if you do pick it up. Okay, tell me. Um, I refuse this to knit is this the first sweater. Time I tried it on. It's, it's so comfortable. Perfect. Oh, it's so cozy. It's like a big sweatshirt, but it's really lightweight. It looks great. I refuse to knit this sweater at twenty six stitches per inch. Which is that I what think it is? is? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, but I refuse. So Why? I'm knitting it at twenty four. This so, is okay. I recommend that for you, Katie. Okay, got it. <laughs> but I like the construction. You got it's this. Perfect. You get the back piece done, mm-hmm. and then you pick up stitches at the shoulder and yeah. they go down, and it's a drop. Okay, the one thing that I that, that I think is weird, but I think it's just the nature of the yarn that I have, mm-hmm. is that at the arm, and because it's not block, it'll it'll straighten out in the block. Yeah. It's a drop. It's a drop shoulder. But you, the way you pick up stitches, she doesn't tell you like a formula, three out of four, whatever. She just has a set number that doesn't quite fit in I won't be doing our that. normal thing. <laughs> and so it looks like there's more stitches on the sleeve than on the yarn. But I feel like that's because this first bit of yarn that I used used to be a sock blank. Oh, yeah. it has to relax it out. And it has, a bit. It, yeah, it's all still in its scritched up. Yeah. you know state once I block it it's gonna chill and relax and it's, it's got so a little bit of sparkle perfect. I'm calling this candy corn I love it because it I I, feel I, was, that. I had mini skeins that I used up <laughs> this last color that I'm really in love with is it reminds me of sunflowers yeah what is and that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a yarn that I got in the summer palooza box from lady die oh very uh, cool. back she in 2020 cool colors yeah. and or is put or and it was supposed to come out like in August, and it didn't come out really get out till November because because <laughs> her company is just growing beyond. She, yeah, she's like a one to two woman 
you know, business and now she's grown. Yeah, she's, she's moved in. She's of got a lot of a nice four staff. Employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's finally got the staff to be able to handle things and um, You're gonna wear the heck out of that sweater. I really am. Now that I put it on, it's so light, it doesn't feel like a heavy sweater. Then I'm not a monster for asking you to shine it on. You are not. But it was 92 was like, degrees today. <laughs> that's um, gorgeous. It's got, I mean, I don't know that I was so true. So, you know, when they say fingering, it's sort of a range. Some of these yeah. fingerings are a little thicker than others. Oh. It's all good. But look, this beautiful Halloweeny purple, that midnight purple. Gorgeous. That was left over from another sweater project. Some of these are just mini skeins that it, random mini skeins that I had. These are uh, the the main color on top was gonna be my youngest child's socks, mm. but when that ch- said child had size fourteen feet at the <laughs> time and it was gonna take me cost me like sixty bucks for a pair of socks. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, also, I don't. We weren't at a level of appreciation for handmade things like socks. Got it. <laughs> so, and then this middle I used. Every last, I got, I won yarn chicken by like less than a foot. Gorgeous. Nice. I made, I made sure, I did, I didn't like switch at the beginning of the round. <clears throat> I just switched, worked it pretty much yeah. to the end of, I wound it into two balls and the one, one of those into two smaller balls, set that aside. And then whatever was finished pretty much was finished. And I don't know, can you notice that the sleeves are slightly different? Yeah, I did notice that, I, but I love it. I also noticed that, but I it, I don't think it's a big deal. It's more of a, I started running yeah. out of one. I thought I was going to run out of one It doesn't color. look like that. So I did intend, and I did it. I, I changed it on the second one, and then it turns out, oh, I didn't have to do that. But <clears throat> whatever. Ooh, now it's hot. One of my <laughs> favorite sweaters is the Scrapper Cardi, and that's one of the things that attracted me to it, is that mm-hmm. she did the stripes in her sample asymmetrical, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wouldn't want it any other way. It's so perfect. I finally have a Halloween. Congratulations! Yay. What yeah. about the length? Is length okay? The, it it looks perfect. It doesn't right. feel cropped, but it doesn't. I I am done wearing like tunic style sweaters no, that make my legs look tiny and short. Well, because your dumpy. body's still there. Just covering it doesn't do anything. So right. why not do creative? <laughs> yeah, you know, I realize that when I do tunics, I just create a potato shape instead of showing a nice shape. And this so. looks gorgeous on you. Um, I can't wait to see you wear it. Uh, I love it. And that tiny little, uh, there's only four rows. I love rounds so of much. Ed- Edison bulb. I, I had to put that in there. I have a hot pink that I'm kind of using like that in mine. Mm, and yeah. I just need to do the sleeves. So I'm going to catch up to you. I don't Can know you when. I believe I didn't show this to you. I, I'm so impressed with it. It's beautiful. I might have I want to see you. I saw it on Sunday, I think. I want to see yeah. you wear it all the time. Every day. Put it on again now. <laughs> I'll turn the air conditioning on. That's <laughs> right, I'm getting And that'll make me cough, so. Oh, if you give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> uh, she can wear her sweater, but we'll have to listen to her cough. Yes. Um, is that all the things you finished? I mean, just That's one finished uh, fingering weight giant sweater. Giant <laughs> fingering weight sweater. <laughs> and a lace shawl. Hey, I wasn't in my full brain. <laughs> you so. finished some sewing, though, didn't you? Did you have some, some yeah. pouch? Oh, I finished a pouch. Yeah. Which I also adore. I well, didn't remember if I talked about this last time or not. Well, no, because it's, it's a finished object. Are we in that? Yeah, but I haven't had my turn yet. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to buy time. I have two so more craft stitches today. Okay. <laughs> working on it. I worked on it. Finished a class sample. And it actually just took a few hours 
from start to finish. I want to make one. It's so cute. I love this. It's made with, it is, it is kind of Halloween-y colors, but that's it, not what the charms are. It, it's called the Nantucket Mini Charm Bag. And I thought maybe it was like really tiny. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's mini but charms. Not mini charms. Mini not a mini bag. <laughs> mini charms are pre-cut two and a half inch squares. That's the quotation color, or um, fabric collection, because I have dusted it off many times this is, this is actually two collections it appealed to karen those little mini squares come with pinked edges and they create an infinite amount of oh dust oh my gosh oh yeah i have bought some at um tuesday morning right the 10 inch squares uh-huh. and they have to kind of they've Kim wrapped in plastic and the, one of the girls was like I don't know why these are wrapped in plastic because she couldn't get a reader to read it and I'm mm. like you are happy that it's wrapped in yeah. plastic trust oh, yeah. me you oh, are yeah, happy yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I did the all over charm version because I had all these mini charms mm-hmm. but you could you could actually make two of them from one yeah just because they have was you like could side do the, panels right mm-hmm the outside, you can do it with just one off to the side or two with side panels on either side and centering it. You piece all your, you just, it's really easy to lay it, lay out your pieces and just do your rows. But I like that the quilt, you, you quilt this to the lining and I use a, a bit of foam cause I like the foam to hold the box structure. It's like this little rectangular box thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a free pattern off of, on Moda, so it's it's nice, and I highly suggest going to Super Buzzy for your mini charms because they have a great selection. And then um, taking Karen's class. Yeah. Yeah, and taking in my December? class. Um, November. I think it's November. November. Nantucket in November. Yeah, you may. Uh-huh. I'll have to look at the calendar. I've been to Nantucket um, in September. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, anyway, it's one of those, you, you quilt it, and then you can, you put it all together, and Cute. I like the zipper. Yeah. It's I really lo- cute. I to me zippers are like ex- like jewelry. Yeah. They, they're jewelry for your bags. So it's really with a strap, exactly the size purse I want to carry. So there you go. This zipper is from Zipper Valley, mm-hmm. which is a really wonderful company. I think they might actually be in Canada, but it's an I believe the it's an indigenous owner. Um but it's another woman owned business and I like to support that. And she has a really beautiful selection of uh, bag zippers, both in size three or size five, with lots of different hardware, um, different charms at the end. You can get plain ones and buy, a, and just buy a selection of charms or pools, zipper pools, mm-hmm. in various finishes. This particular one, um, I had bought a bunch during the pandemic. I'm still working through my stash, so zippers are fun. And not scary. <clears throat> so if you're thinking, I would love to make that, but I'm scared of zippers. Don't, no, don't no. be scared. And the her method, the the bag, the method of putting the zipper in this bag is really, really simple. It's it's, um, anyway, I it's, like it's all it's it's, it's, it's boxed on top. And <laughs> I tell you, but you gotta take the class or you know get the pattern. But mostly take the class. Okay. <laughs> nice. Anyway, yeah. So that was the other finished thing. Very cute. Um, well, I also have a mini charm bag. <laughs> um, spoiler, sorry. Spoiler. Same, same one? No. Uh, no. So when I was making my cat quilt, I bought two charm packs and some background fabric because I intended to make a different project. When I settled on the cats, mm. I needed to buy another charm pack's worth that I promptly took home and cut 
into the wrong size. Oopsie so I know. ended up with a lot of two and a half inch squares of this same fabric collection. So that is cool. You should teach that as a class too. So this is a zippered, no, Not drawstring <laughs> bag. <laughs> um, and I just I patchworked the um, little mini charms together into two little panels and put together a little zipper pouch um, with that same orange uh, speckle that I used on my... The print oh, the on it is so is nice. Part of the bag. <laughs> the zipper pouch. Did I say zipper again? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's okay. no zipper. There's a drawstring. drawstring. Sorry. <laughs> it's clo getting close to nine o'clock, which is my bedtime. She's turning into a pumpkin. <laughs> um, drawstring. Little drawstring pouch. It is is so that a cute. bead closure or something? Or is it just regular... Um, what kind of closure is that that holds it? Uh, I don't know. One of those squeezy, springy, <laughs> drawstring... Toggle? Toggle. Sure. sure. I think I stole it from some other commercial bag that I had that I, I don't know. Um, you repurposed it. We'll just yeah, I repurposed that. it. You know what? If you're ever at um, a backpacking store, you can buy these little toggle things for like a dollar. They come in, they have like bags of them so that you can, um, or like replace a, them on like in bulk stuff. so you can yeah. replace them. So if you ever find yourself <laughs> in a backpacking a store. Idea. I bought them while traveling because my, somewhere in travel, I had lost the um, like I have a stuck sack kind of travel pillow uh -huh. and it's not supposed to be stored stuffed, but when you're traveling, you it's convenient, it. right? Mm. But the, um, toggle disappeared yeah. somewhere in life. <laughs> and so we were at a random beat store <clears throat> in, um, a random place in Puerto Rico and they had them kind of divvied up oh, in yeah. like two or three per pack. And I'm like, I need that now. There you go. <laughs> it wasn't on my wish list at a bead store, <laughs> but I need that now. <laughs> you didn't know you were looking for it. And then they had, but also the tie was missing. So I bought some like rat tail to go with it. The uh -huh. silky string that I call rat tail. And I think other people call rat tail. <laughs> I have heard it called that. So I'm yes. not, yes, I <laughs> I'm not going to fault you for I that. I wonder one. how silky a real rat tail is. I don't Ew. know. I think they are kind of like... <laughs> I'm kidding. You, can, you can find out. I'm not interested in touching a rat's tail. I'm with you on Okay. That. The only rodent I'm like interested in loving on, but I understand huh? you have to get it like when it's brand new and hasn't really imprinted, is a chinchilla. Mm, yeah. I want, I want a soft, cuddly chinchilla. But they're not really friendly so unless you get them when they're babies. And oh, um, see, my friends must have gotten it gotten it when they were babies because yeah. they're such a cuddle bug. They're I've so heard soft. great things about ones that you um, you you, you kind of domesticate or humanize. No, yeah, like you, socialize. Socialize. <laughs> I, I knew I knew that I wasn't saying the right yeah, word. Thank you. We got there though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they give you socialize, then they can be real sweet, like any creature, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. What else have you finished? Um, I finished a few chemo caps for our um, childhood cancer awareness event thing. Um, so I want points for the hats Absolutely. I finished. Yep. What do you think, think I'm rushing to finish right I now? I think I made <laughs> two or three of them so far. I have uh, another one in this little drawstring bag that I need to finish. Um, we went to Ireland and we had an incredible trip. Um, and part of it was due to our amazing tour guide that we went with the first time we went. So this was our second trip with him. Um, James was wearing a Malabrigo Rasta beanie that I had knit for him, I think for Christmas. And our tour guide was like, I really like your hat. And James was like, oh, I know a lady that makes them. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's cool. And so when I got home, I ordered a skein of, skein of Rasta and I made a hat. It is currently is somewhere in the process of being mailed to Ireland. 
What color? Uh, what color did you choose? It's oh, traveling. It's like a gray color. It wasn't a color that I was like that I can remember the name of. Um, but it was like a semi-solid, sort of silvery gray, neutral. Um, and of course I didn't take a picture of it before I mailed it off, but I want points for that hat you too. You get so points for that hat. I don't remember. Oh, no, something else I finished, but well, I'll go can... last. I'll go last. No, no. No, go ahead because no, no. I'm trying to find the name of the pattern that I used. I designed a couple of different hats. Of course, it. <clears throat> I did not take pictures. Oh, maybe I already talked about it. Did, I, did you t take pictures of the baby bun hat last night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Those were so cute. And I gave them away without taking a picture. Um, There's a picture somewhere. Yeah. Oh, you, there is that picture. You text that, Mama. She's got pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, waiting for Halloween because they're going to dress up like Dad. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, I like that story. They're all going to be Garrett. Um, so this is the Big Comfy Chunky Hat is the name of the pattern. It is free on Ravelry. I have made it, um, according to my Ravelry page, I've made it one, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven times. So this was probably the eighth time that I've made this pattern. Um, one skein of Rasta. It's like a ribbed hat. Um, big fan. So I made that real quick and I mailed that off and it is somewhere in the process of getting to its destination. I have no idea how long it'll take. Um, I have two class samples that I finished. One of them is the one hour basket, um, which is up here on our printer. That's it's very cute. cute. It's got a bunch of books in it right now to sort of show the shape of it. Um, it's a pattern Beautiful by, pattern. yeah, isn't that cute? Well, green apples. Um, let me pull it up. The pattern is by hearts and bees is oh. the name of the designer. I bought it on Etsy. Um, and it is one of those that's like, here's your base size, but then the pattern comes with lots of options for like, make them bigger, make them smaller, make it into a this or a that. Um, so the class will be on how to make one of these little baskets. And I thought it would be a great idea. I want to make one in like a Christmassy print. Oh yeah. I thought it'd be cute as like a hostess gift, bring like a oh, little candle or like some yeah. goodies in it. Um, bake your cookies and stuff that I remember. Yeah. I thought that was a, a cute a idea. idea. Um, and it's called the one hour basket. It probably took me an hour. It, you know, maybe not counting cutting and interfacing, but it's, uh, fun and easy. And I made a couple of headbands for, uh, the twisted headband class. So it's that on this model right cute. here. I made a bunch for myself when I shaved all oh, my hair off. Fun. Um, and I was wearing one the other day. Is that knit fabric? No, this is a just regular cotton. You've got an elastic in the back. Um, and it's a little sort of, she calls it a turban style. I'm not going to call it a turban, but nope. it's a twisted <laughs> headband. Um, and the way I sort of marketed it in the class description is like, if you are feeling lazy and don't want to wash your hair or you're trying to grow your bangs out, which both of those things apply to me often, <laughs> um, <laughs> then make yourself a headband. Um, so that is just a real quick little, I have like, Three or four that I've made. This is the one that ended Headbands up at the studio. Headbands are really great for no days where you don't do anything for your hair. You just pull it up in a ponytail, and yep. all of a sudden you throw this colorful headband on, and you look so much cooler. Exactly. And then I made Fred. Fred. And Fred is in this bottom of this bag. Hold on, let me find Fred. Fred is this little dinosaur. Oh, oh he's okay. Fred, you're adorable. So he is a. Do you get ads on Instagram for Woobles? The crochet kit. I've seen this little guy okay. before. So, so Woobles, W-O-O-B-L-E-S. I was falling for it on Instagram. 
they have incredible packaging for these cute little crochet kits and it's like everything you need to learn how to crochet a dinosaur or a fox or a penguin um i think there might be one other guy this i don't remember so cute. and it comes with the yarn a hook um stuffing safety eyes tapestry needle the pattern everything literally everything you need in a really cute little package and i was like oh you know scrolling through instagram and i know for a fact if i click on something on instagram you will now be bombarded i will show it. it to me again and eventually i will buy the thing so i was going to buy this kit because i was like oh that might be a cute class but then um kelly at super buzzy got them in <laughs> to sell at the store and i was like well this is destiny i should probably make this <laughs> so i bought the kit and i brought him home and i made fred so he's a tiny little dinosaur. And now you can select, like, I already bought this product or whatever on the ad. Yeah, stop <laughs> bothering me because I already bought it. Yep. Um, but it would be a really cute little stocking stuffer gift yeah. for somebody, uh, the kit or the dinosaur, because the kit is very cute. Um, what is the yarn? Is it I know some of it with like a newborn. It's like a polyester. Like I, it's sort of like the t-shirt yarn. Kind of, yeah. Are it. it is... Um, some sort of... I love the little stripes on his stomach. I know. He's got a little stripey stomach. He's got little spikies on his back. His head turned out a little misshaped, but I'm not going to... And he still stands up when you... Kind of. Kind of. He heads. kind of stands up. Everybody's head's a little misshaped. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's just save a dinosaur from that. So that's Fred. <laughs> um, and those are all the things that I have finished. All right. And? Okay. There will be no pictures of the first thing. Okay. Which is... But they were sitting around for months... <laughs> I had bought um, several sale two and a half yards of um, ray flowy rayon to make myself the class I teach, which is the simple skirt. But I added pockets. Nice. Um, that have pockets. And I made five of those. But they were sitting around here since oh. I talked about my jacket, which is like three, a months, long time three ago. months ago at least. Because um, I bought those on, on the same shopping trip. Um, so I just buckled down over a couple of open sews, uh, which if you've not heard of open sew, that's when you join me on a Sunday morning for three hours, bring whatever you want to work on, and you have my 30 plus years Sign of up experience. early. Yeah. <laughs> There's only four spots. And it's sort of become popular. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, and so I whipped those up while my students were sewing. And the simple skirt is so stupid mm -hmm. easy, but it's so fun to me. It's very fun to wear because it's this like voluminous I use two widths of fabric on 60 inch wide rayon. So mm -hmm. it's 120 inches of flowy rayon on a elastic casing. And I just love it. Is that I what love, this is? This is not what I'm, what I'm wearing is a $4 skirt I bought at Ross. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a weird loud fabric, sort of like, um, it's very vibrant. Like a scarf. Like mm -hmm. a, like a oh, silk yeah, scarf. Like a yeah. vintage scarf. Yeah, it has very much like vintage <coughs> silk scarf vibes. Yeah. And it was very cheap. Good and, colors, though. Uh, yeah. Like, I have a ton, I had a ton of tops already that would go with it. Um, and the top you're wearing right now is really super cute. Thank you. I like it a lot. It's uh, my favorite color of blue, the bright royal blue. And it uh, has little rhinestones on kind of a Peter Pan collar. <laughs> uh, so it works. Um... I wore it for the first time, the skirt, uh, last week sometime to work. And it happened to be a day that, like, everyone else only wore black. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, a, like, a peridot-colored um, green shirt on. Uh, I was like, I didn't get the memo, guys. So. <laughs> um, I have a lot of black in my wardrobe, but I cannot wear black every day. It is not, not me at all. Um, 
So I finished a ton of those skirts and they're so easy to wear. I'm not sure how I feel about pockets in them because I kept thinking they need pockets, but actually because it's just like three quarter inch elastic holding up a lot of fabric, putting something mm. in your pocket is not like great. Can I have a side <laughs> note about pockets? Yes. Okay. Talk it. I went to Costco and I was poking around in their clothing section and mm -hmm. I was in the market for a new flannel shirt. I found these super soft flannels and they're just plain button up like shirt weight. It's not a jacket. It's just mm -hmm. a regular shirt with a, you know, your standard pocket in the front. Yep. Flannel shirt. And I got home and I tried it on and I was like, that's weird. What's this weird lining piece? It has side inset pockets. On the hips? <laughs> on the hip, like you would for way, a jacket. But it's like in the side seams. Yeah. On Which, a shirt. That's weird. Which is really it odd. is weird. Because your hands have to go way back And together. normally I wouldn't complain about I being know, able what to have it? a pocket. <laughs> but I'm like, why would you put a pocket in a shirt like this? Yeah. That's it's not very where the weird. Goes. Yeah. You're overreaching with providing women with pockets. I appreciate the pocket, but I'm yeah. never going to use it. No. Okay, sorry. That I interrupted a... you. No, no. no. I had to talk about pockets. Completely on topic. I, I don't get the idea of an inseam pocket in a shirt at the hip. Right, like, like if it had like patch pockets on the front and made yeah. it like a thing, oh, that'd but be they cute. were like totally hidden in the side seam and I didn't notice it when I bought it. But, well, because you weren't looking for it. I wasn't looking for pockets in the side okay. of a button down shirt. <laughs> I, have a, I have a similar story, but the opposite. Oh. So um, I, for Christmas, I got my mom-in-law um, a flannel like <laughs> shirt that was lined. Mm-hmm. And, and she, but it didn't have pockets. Oh, and she wanted pockets. <clears throat> and she right? wanted pockets because she was going to wear it over other things. And so I went to, I thought, oh, not a problem. I know how to make those like bean, bean, bean shaped pockets that go in the seam. And when I tried to open up the seam, there's no space between the lining and the regular fabric because they were glued together. Oh, that's weird. Which was really interesting. So I very carefully s spread uh -huh. s spread it out spread just it enough so I could stick a pocket in there, and then and then um, folded it. I had <coughs> pardon me, hemmed it, and then. Um, and then just hand sewed mm -hmm. it in. But it was weird Did because... You're having exactly... You should trade... Should yeah, we should trade, trade shirts. Should have traded. <laughs> yeah, she's a very, very tiny petite thing. Uh, so. And I'm not... Oh. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. It's not a judgment. It's just facts. <laughs> it's I just think, the facts, man. I think that... Um, also, my hands were so gross from that glue. Uh -huh. Trying to spread it apart. It's, I treated it like a pita bread. <laughs> and then when you try to pull this, the, the layers yes. apart, yeah. just enough to get a pocket in there. I'm really laughing a lot because that is a funny it's, image. It's a pita but shirt. also, I came across this um, Instagram reel <clears throat> of someone who is showing you a hack on your chicken nuggets. Just... Oh, I've seen that. Okay, so you just like nibble the side of your chicken nugget and you have a side of dill pickle chips and then you slide slide the um, pickle into the McNussy. <laughs> I don't know that what would that be is. the, the opening, opening of the McNugget. It's, okay. it's a McNussy. 
I would just say in the layer between the breading and the yes, we put a pickle in there. (laughs) Pickle in the McNussy. So you put the pickle chip in this in this slot. Everything in innuendo. (laughs) Everything in life is an innuendo. Well, I don't know what appeals to me more: adding the pickle or the innuendo. (laughs) So. So I shared this with Kevin because yeah. I'm like laughing. Man, what is that thing sticking out of your nugget? <laughs> well, you, it spits. That's uh-huh. what she said. So, <laughs> so you you slip your pickle chip in there, and I'm laughing, and I also want this so bad. And then I said to Kevin, "Look at this amazing thing," and he's like, "Why wouldn't you just like eat the pickle with it?" Like why? Do that's not as fun. I know. Why do you have to put the pickle in? It's the same reason we put chips in a sandwich. Yeah, you don't put your pickles on top of your sandwich too. Like if you're gonna have pickles in your sandwich, yeah. Why don't you just put your pickle on top on the of the, of on the outside of the hamburger? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Duh. Why? Why wouldn't that. you put it in the mix? Okay, yeah. So you tell them that. Right. <laughs> so I I want this so bad because yeah. I like to dip my um, chicken nuggets in um, ranch. So yeah. pickle ranch. Pickle and ranch is awesome. Inside the breading. Because it's a, I think it's a textural thing, mm-hmm. having it inside the breading. That's sure. my bet. Um, that's Because it why. still feels like you're eating a chicken nugget. Yeah, and then you have a burst you get of pickle. Pickle, pickle goodness. Mm. I wonder so. if I should make some kind of chicken nugget and put it on a pizza. Chicken nugget pizza. That's interesting. That's interesting. This pocket pickle um, <laughs> side quest was great for you, Anne, because I see that you just finished the thing that you were trying to finish. I had I had finished my okay. crab stitch before the di- di- I was- digress. Yeah, thank Digression. Um, so transgression. <laughs> um, I've had a challenging couple of works at my uh, couple of works. A couple of works. Yeah. So I have a you chal- can call it that. I have a challenging couple of works. <laughs> I have a challenge. I have had a challenging couple of weeks at my other job. And so um, Friday, two weeks ago, I came home just like. Rah! So I went to Joanne's um, for some other notion I needed and I wondered their yarn aisles. And um, Mirabelle has been begging me to make bucket hats for her. So I bought some fun yarn to whip up some bucket hats for her so I could have like the satisfaction of a finished thing because I have this giant sweater that I'm working on when I'm knitting. Uh So I made her a hot pink one, which is not here. And then I found this, um, I think it's a lion brand. It's got subtle sparkles. Black with black sparkles. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, I took a very moody picture of myself wearing it on Instagram that I really like. Um, she like the black and white filter or the the sepia filter. Just or it's just well lit. I think, <laughs> in my opinion, portrait. I use the portrait mode. Um, so I made her a hot pink one. I made this black one, and then I have been talking about this Lion Brand Heartland has added some tweed colors. Mm. So I got their charcoal black, kind of with a rainbow tweed throughout, and I made that one was supposed to be for me. So Mirabella, as soon as I whipped these out, she was like so excited about them. She's worn the hot pink one and the black one like alternating every day for two weeks to school. And then last Friday, she's my new Friday morning coffee date. Hmm. And um, last Friday, she put on this T-shirt that we had gotten for back to school shopping that has like little astronauts and mushrooms kind of dancing through space. And she was looking for her black one. And I said, here's your black one. But you know what the one I made would really look like really good with yours. 
I guess you can have that one too. Uh-huh. Oh. So now she has my um my Tweety one, and it did. Oh, I love that picture. Really, look I did good see. Better. And it's a great picture. Oh, right? that's the Tweety yard. Yeah, yeah. and it's perfect I mean, for that with that T-shirt. So here's a side view of it. Oh, Cute. she wears it really good. Picture taking. Yeah. Um, I so I'm in like a bucket hat <coughs> mode. So if you're interested in bucket hats, there'll be a crocheted one on the schedule, a knitted one, and two sewing options. Oh my goodness! Oh, I like this a just a straight up bucket hat and then a wide brim hat. Cool. Um, the hats are. Pat sewn hat patterns are called Sorrento and Serpentine. Okay. Uh, so I finished black, pink, tweed for Mirabella. Yeah. And then I thought if an 11 year old likes this and is excited about it, then I will do that for my chemo hat donations. Yeah, that's a great So one. I have just now finished four bucket hats out of um, Lion Brand Mandala Ombre, which is like a really smooth, energetic acrylic yeah it's a nice I yarn i really like this yarn well you should say you're making them concurrently it wasn't like one at a time well so it takes which takes the same amount of time <laughs> i was questioned on this so i had i lined up all four colors i bought and i started them and i did like two rounds of each color so that emotionally i could just be done all at the same time yeah because there's something even if it took the same amount of time there's something emotionally draining of like here's Picking one four of a thing back to the beginning yeah yeah here's one Back to the beginning. So all four are done now. Nice. And I borrowed Mindy's. Um, Pretend that I'm doing yeah. applause. <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed um, her hat loom and I made a hat in 25 to 30 minutes, mm-hmm. which is flipping awesome. So I have one uh, loom uh, machine knit. Machine knit, not yeah, loom. It's not a loom. Machine knit hat to contribute to the chemo hats. Yay. Uh, which I'm excited that we're doing that and sending them along yeah the cool, those cool. are all the things that i have finished i'm really glad i came upon the bucket hat pattern because it's very satisfying <laughs> and i would have you know thought to myself i have nothing done yeah if i hadn't whipped up several hats i am intrigued by sewing a bucket hat um there's this customer at Super Buzzy who I really like, and she came in one day wearing a hat that she had made Ooh. that was sewn, and I was like, that is so freaking cute, and I really <laughs> want to make one. Well, I'm going to play with different interfacings, because I like did a little a little Instagram check-in on what different interfacings people had made or not mm-hmm. used. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have some classic buckram. I have mm-hmm. heavy interfacing, and then I have some like is it called Easy Shape? I think it's a Pelon interfacing that's a little heavier. Oh yeah. Than regular, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but they didn't have any of the really like good the stiff stuff. or something. It's not as heavy as that. It's um, <clears throat> like two layers of medium weight interfacing. Oh. For, I would say. Years ago, probably more than a decade ago, um, I had a I had a little book booklet of Amy Butler patterns and mm-hmm. she has a sun hat in that one that I have that I had fabric cut out for and that's as far as it went <laughs> <laughs> have I told you the story of how I tried to wear a bucket hat no tell okay. us the so story <laughs> bucket hats are like a thing right yes they're kind of hot right now exactly so I bought one on Amazon because mm-hmm. I was like do I look stupid in a bucket hat let's find out I spent like five dollars <laughs> on it it came in the mail. I put it on my head and I was like, wow, I look really dumb in this hat. Uh-oh. And so I gave it to a seven-year-old and he wears okay. it all the time. And, and I was like, really you'll look cute. great in this hat. You yeah. can have it. 
That's what Mirabella is killing the bucket hat trend. Right? She, I she's just don't pull it. off hats. Very well, well. here's my maybe. But. So you recently were living with very short hair. Was this during the very short hair period? No. Okay. Then I can't help. <laughs> because I really think hat is, like, hats are reinforced by the hair coming yes. with them. No, this, I don't think my hair was short at that time. Mm. I don't remember. Anyway, bucket, hat, bucket hats and me, just they just don't go together. That's okay. And that's fine. That is okay. I, I like a, a baseball cap. I look fine in a baseball cap. That's my sun hat of choice. Um, okay. Well, we should do what we are. <coughs> um, that's okay. Um, excited about, obsessed with this month. Um, Anne, do you want to go first? Sure. <clears throat> I have two current obsessions. One is coming on a little early, which is watching horror movies. Oh, I decided yeah. to try to watch as many as I could in September. I have not been like strictly watching one every night because that's just not the way the nights have been going. Yeah. But um, Dante and I learned that one of my favorites from last year, Phantasm, has five. There are yeah, five Phantasms. <laughs> and they get weirder oh. every time. <laughs> like they tell you more exposition because it's a weird premise. It's like this. <laughs> Guy from another dimension who goes from mortuary to mortuary and like steals the dead and kills people. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's very that's very Halloween. And then he sends them to like an alternate dimension <laughs> to be like some kind of slave. But as of number three, I don't understand what the alternate dimension is. There's illusion that it might be hell, but not really. Um and then there's these silver floating murder balls. And they have sort of, by number three, sorry, spoiler, sort of become Dalek-esque mm. in oh. their mythology. Okay. I won't tell you more. But that's very much what it's reminding Dante and I of. Um, he exterminate. Yeah, it's, I mean, sort of they, they make up for mistakes in the past ones, and yet not. New mistakes get made. Uh -huh. <laughs> New intrigues occur in each. So we're on number three. We have two to go. Um, but they're amazing. Um, and that is, that is my current favorite. I've, I've watched some other things that I sort of enjoyed. Um, oh, I don't like found footage movies very mm -hmm. much. What's that? Like, um, think Blair Witch Project. Oh, where yeah. Steady, you know, shaky cam. It's so gimmicky to me. But I've watched a few that are really good. There's a series called Hell House LLC. And there's oh, yeah. three of those. Those are really good. And um, I watched one, but I dozed off, but it will not because it wasn't great. And I, I think just... it was called The Taking of Deborah. Of Deborah Logan? Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. So the podcast that I like ruined yes. had yeah. a found footage, <laughs> a found footage month. Yeah. Right. And there was one that I was thinking of for you. Ooh, tell me, tell me. Um, hang on. I got to scroll up because I was at the bottom of their page. Um. I'm not into reality horror. Well, that can be really scary. And I think that's one of the things I liked about Hell House was that it sort of stuck with me. Uh-huh. Oh. Like, <laughs> the taking of already. Just the sound of it. It might be VHS. And it I've might heard be, that's very good. There's one of them that takes place. Like it's, it's like filmed a, um, on VHS. Mm -hmm. Sort it's of. But it's movies. like an, 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 it's an anthology. And yeah. one of them takes place in like a funeral home. Mm. Oh, and I think that cool. might be the one. All right. I've heard <clears throat> very good things about that. I watched one, the some, the, the it's, um, it's a name of a city, the something, the Poughkeepsie tapes. 
Okay. Oh. That one is so upsetting. Mm. Like, really upsetting. If you watch that, it's it's a scary movie in the sense that, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a scary story of, like, murder and scary. Yeah. Not, like, ghosties and... Spooky. Yeah. yeah. Um, haunted house. None of that. None okay. Of that. <laughs> um, I finished the Insidious movies. Yeah. I had watched the long one a long time ago. The first one a long time ago, and I finished that series. That's okay. It's just yeah. okay. Um, so that's my current obsession. I have another obsession that, um, I'm not going to like share, Hey, look at this Instagram or whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to ask to take from you. Um, I am excited about keeping my nails up again. Mm -hmm. Any like hot tips that you guys are excited about with, um, nail polishes, techniques, anything like that? I have been really lazy about doing my own nails, but I have been treating myself more to going to get my nails done, which I learned I prefer to do that than to do my own. If I'm <laughs> feeling artistic, it's sort of like... It just takes time. It's a hobby that like I it's sort of ebbs spirit. and flows. Yeah. So in the ebb or flow or whichever is which, when I'm not feeling like I want to paint my own nails, mm -hmm. it's like, it's worth it for me to go get the manicure nice. because it just feels like a, such a nice little treat for Aww. myself. Um, do I don't have anything on my nails right now. Do but. you usually, like what kind of manicure do you like to get? I usually just get a gel manicure and my basic, you know, I don't do anything really fancy. When I was going pretty consistently earlier this year, I had like fun Easter nails. Each one was a different sort oh, of like pastel-y color. Mm -hmm. um, last time they were like this really dark sort of raisiny brownie purple, which I liked. But I usually just do a gel manicure of some solid color. Some I go color. with my sister sometimes and she's always like, what color should I get? And I'm like, Amy, I don't know why you asked me because every time we go, she gets nude. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, she's what like, well, should I have? Oh, vanilla. vanilla? She's like, oh, maybe I'll get French this. Vanilla. Maybe I'll get that. And I'm like, bean. I don't know why you asked my opinion because you're going to go with a nudie pinky brown color every <laughs> single time. So I like to pick something exciting. <laughs> me but. too. Like. I want to have a little fun. I need to pay a little better attention because I, I have a habit at home. Um, I don't do like a lot of prep things um, consistently, but one that's worked for me really well in the last few months is I set aside like two weeks worth of clothes and I have like an overdoor hanger and I plan my week's worth of work clothes. And I've mm -hmm. noticed that I am not paying any attention to what I'm wearing for the next few days <laughs> and picking the colors that I'm going to put on my nails. Um and I know that's been like something you've kind of worked at, Karen, keeping up your nails. And I did. Any, any I've tips? been I've been discouraged because my nails just got so brittle, and um, I don't know what's going on. But when I of all the different types of nails, I like the gel powder. It's not as hard on your nails as the the gel process because the gel powder does not require curing mm. except just for the clear coat at the very very top so you um i've had it done and it lasts oh, i want to say more than two weeks wow. before dip it powder. before it's the dip powder yeah the dip powder yeah i said gel powder but it's a dip powder those look and fun but like i want to do that at home you OPI, can do it at home i've done it myself and opi opi which is like my favorite nail polish mm -hmm. they have a lot of oh, different colors and there's a, a there's a gal there's a place down on thompson and they're busy enough you have to have an appointment oh sorry you can't just walk in because they're busy um but they're really really good and oh, um they have a lot of different colors and i have liked those because 
I can, when I've done it, well, one, it fills in the ridges. I have a lot of ridges on mm-hmm. my nails. And yeah, I'm starting to get that. And my nails, it get, it, my nails get to grow out more while still looking nice mm-hmm. um, without, the, the whole process seems to be a little easier. I think you go like once a month. Actually, I think it goes like four weeks. You go like once a month or something. They last a long time, but they're, your nails can actually still breathe through them, so you're not... Do you get bored of the color <clears throat> after that period of time? I got week three. Fair enough. I was going to recommend to you a Instagram account to follow, but as I pulled it up, I noticed you already do follow. Oh, okay, which one um, is it? Triple O. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Love her, love I her, I love her, her, too. I'm ready. And it cracks down. me up because It's her, called Triple O. She's amazing. It's, it's O-O-O or just called so Triple her, O. It's Triple O Polish is her yeah, brand. The word Her Instagram o. handle is O-O-O Polish, which I always think, ooh, Polish. <laughs> um, but she's great. You should follow her. Oh, I, I love her. I haven't yeah. bought from her before, have, but she has yeah. great colors. Her stuff lasts really well. That's good to know because I want to buy some. And her colors are amazing. So oh. I had to, like, find a recipe. Yeah. Because... As soon as I put any nail polish on, no matter what brand it was, no matter how much people said they loved it, no matter how much the brand said it lasts 14 days with no chips, tomorrow mm-hmm. it has chipped off. <laughs> so I have, I'm now swearing by the Orly Bonder mm. as my base coat. Uh-huh. And then um, I think I remember from past that you have recommended the... Um, Sally Henson in the red bottle is your top coat. Because yeah, that's a fast and that is a very good one. Mm-hmm. One time I did a test with Olive and June on one mm-hmm. hand and Sally Hansen on the other. I was very disappointed with Olive and June. Um, I feel medium about them. I think they charge too much for what they offer. That's what I feel. I feel um, like they're not worth the price point. They're... Well, because the Sally Hansen lasted exactly <laughs> as long as the Olive and June top coat. <laughs> Orly dry in sex. S-E-C-S-E-C-S-E-C-S. S-E-C-S. S-E-C-S. Okay. Yeah. Got it. I spelled it I'm trying to count and also trying to, like, figure out what you're spelling. Dry insects. I'm going back to my marker to try counting again. Continue. Is that like cochineal for your nails? That's the that's the red dye color that's made up from crushed bugs. Yeah, cochineal. It's like cochineal. Yeah, yeah. insects. Uh, no, not insects. S E C S. Like seconds. Seconds. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that is the reference word. <laughs> so, um, one coat of that before I go to bed, and then one more coat in the morning on the way to work, so it has like time See, to set. That's already way too much work. <laughs> I am a lazy, <laughs> lazy. And, and but it's really, it does dry fast. I will tell you. Like it hardens fast. It's not just like the dry fast. It hard, like when you tuck your nails together, yeah. it it hardens pretty fast. It's not fully hardened by the time I go to bed. So sometimes I get little marks when I'm from sleeping, I, which is what the second coat's about. Every, every week I look over at my rack. I have a ginormous rack of nail polish, yeah. over a hundred... Of them. Oh, you are winning! I mean, I got I, an organizer last year, and I think I have forty-eight colors. Oh, mine live I, in a I, big I, old I, box under my bed. I <laughs> filled it, and then it's even then some. Wow! Um, and I, because I really, got, I was going to get into it. I got into it, and I got the design, you know, plates and everything yeah. for making stuff. I want to get a new 
stopper for a stamper. Like, stamper. The, stamper? the one I had never worked right. It wasn't I have a really, really good. Stamper. The stamper worked really, really good, and it's clear, so I can actually see through it to That's see where I mean. I'm. I have a really good stamper. I'm never going to use. I'll bring it to you. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Yes. Bella will be happy because she's yours? like, when are you going to get that down, Mom? When can we do that? When can we do designs and, on my nails? <laughs> I also have like an extra. I got it from Moyu of London. Um, I like their stamps. Uh, and but I, I, just I also think I have like just, a Halloween plate. I'll, I'll pass it off. That. Yeah. Um, it just takes... I keep seeing... I have to sit there for an hour or more. I have to be willing to sit still and not do anything with my nails because I will smudge them. Try try this Orly top coat. Orly top coat. Yeah. It's dry in seconds. Dry in sex. Dry in sex. Dry sex is bad. Sorry. Dry in sex is gross. So... That <laughs> is my recipe for success. <laughs> I just looked at my notes for this episode because I like to like jot things down as I go. And my episode title that I wrote down just says pocket pickle. Notice <laughs> 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 that's all I wrote. I so, listen for pickle. listen Obviously. for listen for context. Obviously, that's the title. Pocket pickle. I listen just looked for up my notes and it just says pocket pickle. Obviously, that must be the title. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man, that was funny. Yeah, so that's my <laughs> other obsession. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, but, you know, there's an ad I see all the time, and I think of you, though. Hmm. I don't know when it comes up. I probably also But there's a nail plate of Jurassic Park. <gasps> I haven't seen that, but oh, I would like that. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't really have an obsession this month. Um, I looked through my, like, Instagram and tried to figure out something to talk about and I am sad to say that I didn't really come up with anything um I also have a list of spooky movies to watch um before Halloween um we've crossed two of them off my list but my list is very tame yeah um because they're like <laughs> semi-spooky you know yeah um we watched Haunted Mansion that's which a- I've never seen always before. fun I love that I've never seen it so these is spooky, <clears throat> the Scooby-Doo variety uh sort it's, of yeah James is watching all the real scary ones and then we watched um, Trick or Treat uh, like a week or so ago, which I also had I don't not think seen I've before. Seen that one. Oh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, Do you watch Hocus Pocus yearly? Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, I think it's this weekend, so it's sort of you're gone already. Yeah. But um, we should have a watch date for Hocus Pocus too. The new one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a new one. Yeah, yeah it's coming out this weekend. <laughs> You know, the one of the guys from um, Sean Murray, I think is the name of the actor, uh, from NCIS, I had no idea he was the kid. Is he acting? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. He, was, in, he was the kid from I've Hocus never, Pocus. Um, I never see him doing the, the kid who was like... The boy. The boy. Yeah. Yeah. Just Thora Birch is the other kid. Oh, she's so cute. And I don't think the girl, like the love interesty girl, no. but she kept acting. I will show you this t-shirt I bought on Etsy that I'm not going to recommend because I bought it two weeks ago and it still hasn't shipped, but yes. I'm excited for when it does come in. Oh, I love it. I found this incredible, <laughs> like, Jimmy Young Frankenstein Frankenstein t-shirt. I love that movie. I'm oh, so I'm excited to yeah. own this shirt. You know what? There should even be Halloween movies that are not scary, that are just I mean, that's not really well, Halloween, but it's, yeah. it's but the horror. That's a Halloween movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a monster movie. movie. A monster yeah. movie of the genre. Uh, Karen, do you have anything to share with us? I don't know if, if it's... Okay, so I'm not really a romance-ish kind of um, style book reader. Every time but, I say that, 
we have to admit to Katie that we really are. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> so I started, you recommended cover story. Yes. Did you finish it? I did. Okay. I, I, when I first, I listened to it as an audiobook, And when I first listened to it, I'm like, oh, I hate this girl. This is just She's so <laughs> syrupy and sappy. Oh my gosh. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm not happy with the ending. You are? Or I'm you're not? not. Okay. I am not. We can't talk about it because it, you should read the book. <clears throat> My mom just finished it and she texted me. She was like, wait a minute. And I was like, I know. So Isn't this it does not make It does not make sense. Challenge? It does not make sense. Uh-oh. Oh, it does. I think it does. We'll talk about it off air. Okay. Yeah. You should read it. No, don't talk about it right now. Because no, I will catch no, up. No, no, and I don't. And then we'll talk about it. Why don't we table this? the book I talked about. Till a book club. This yes. is the book that I I said I had read and I was disappointed I didn't choose it for book club because it would have been very fun to talk about. Yeah. It's mm. going to be our unofficial. Yeah. I, mm. I we'll, we'll put that. a little like pause on if you have, want to read it and haven't finished it yet. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Noted. That's not a romance Noted. novel. It's not a romance. There's no romance in but that. I'm just saying it's not my, it's not the horror genre. It's not it's a murder contemporary mystery. novel. It is, it's just yeah. a contemporary. Therefore, it's, it's a romance. Oh, okay. It is a mystery. There is a mystery to it. So okay. I do have uh, one. Sorry, are this, I didn't make sure. I'm done. Okay. Um, I think I talked about. If I the really shoe, loved it though. Actually, it was good. It was good. Um, if the shoe fits by Julie Murphy, I think mm-hmm. I already talked about. I just finished by the book by Jasmine Guillory, and she is one of my favorite authors. Um, and both of those are like contemporary romantic retellings of the first one is Cinderella. By the book is Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. which I love Beauty and the Beast. Um, and Jasmine Guillory is an incredible author, so I was very excited. I just finished it, and it was adorable. They're in my audible wish list. Yeah. Um, also, um, shout out to Xenia, who I feel like we shout out every time we talk about <laughs> She has books great book stuff. taste. She, she keeps told giving me, us good recommendations. But... She told oh, yeah. me about Hoopla, which is an app that you can access like Cloud Library, and the Ventura County public library wasn't on hoopla which i was disappointed by but i was like she said something about an oxnard county or an oxnard public library card like if you got that they had a ton of things on hoopla Mm, i have that and i thought i had to like go to oxnard to do it you can go online it takes two seconds to get a library card from the oxnard public library and then download hoopla and you have like an infinite supply way more books than cloud library so i will say yeah i was very excited to learn that so Thank That's you, Xenia. Cool. And to my cousin, Claire, who also told me that I, she told me that you could just go online and do it really quick part. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Those are both hot tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we should probably wrap it up. So um, we'll see you guys next month. And in the meantime, we are reading Laura Olympus by Rachel Smythe. I remember because I just had to type that out today. Good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to um, read along with us for book club. It is a gra- it's a graphic novel. It is so our there's first not graphic an au- novel. It's not an audible, but I have to use my eyes. I've yeah. been saving it for this weekend when I go away because I feel like it'll I be am. a pretty quick mm-hmm. book. So I'm excited to my read it. My copy is reading for me at home right yeah. now. Because mm-hmm. nice. I went over to Barnes and Noble to see if they had it at Barnes and Noble, and they did not. Uh, so I bought two other graphic novels instead. So, <laughs> so I just put- finally bought it this week. Cool. Well, then we will see you for that. And in the meantime, check out our new classes. And I think that is it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at Strings and Things Studio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com. 